Hello and welcome to another Friday Conversation. Today I'm very excited to be joined by Sally Penny, who is a barrister, an author, a podcaster, and the founder of Women in Law UK and many other things as well. So hello Sally, it's a pleasure to have you today. Oh, hello Hannah. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on your uh, Friday Conversations um, and to join you. I know you've had loads of really interesting people on here, so um, I'm really humbled to be invited um, for a chat. Thank you. Oh, not at all. I know, um, Sally, you always have lots of interesting stories to share about, about lockdown and about life in general. Um, but come, come and introduce yourself to anyone who doesn't know you. Come and tell us a little bit more about you. Um, yeah, I mean, there'll be loads of people who don't know me, will they? Um, so I'm a lawyer, but uh, the barrister and um, the distinction between us is really that I wear a white wig made from horse hair and, and a cloak and gown. Um, and uh, my practice areas are crime and um, employment. So crime, box standard crime, but also regulatory crime, data protection breaches um and outside of that i have a few hobbies you mentioned my podcast um i founded women in the law uk um and i've also authored um a couple of books um and as well as having three children so that's a mouthful and a half but i think the most important job is being a good parent or the, the things that are most important to me anyway our family uh, and being a good parent so yeah so that's who i am i'm a barrister with a few hats different hats and a few hobbies <laughs> oh absolutely and yes I'm sorry I missed off mum of three I had it written down here which of course I know you are a mum of three myself um, and as you say juggling all those things is not always easy is it <laughs> no gosh I mean and lockdown it really highlighted that it uh, did absolutely so before lockdown how how familiar were you with working at home you know obviously in your role as barrister I, I'm guessing you're in court a lot but did you do a lot of work from home before this um, yeah, it was a mixture, really. Um, so I did, um, I was mainly a court, I'm a court advocate, I suppose listeners, you would say litigators. Um, and so I go to I prepare my cases and go to court. PI solicitors, um, and you know, chancery people are very rarely in court, you know, clinical negligence. I've got a good friend of mine, who's the head of his chambers, and we we're having lunch. And he said to me, not during COVID, obviously, but He'd said to me, oh, um, I've not been to court on a case for like 18 months. And I'm like, what? Because <laughs> all his work is, is done at home uh, and, you know, occasionally in chambers. Um, and indeed, and another one who's, you know, left sort of suburbia and moves the country. Um, and I'm like, oh, don't you miss the city or, you know, nipping to M&S and all these things and she's like well no because I just when I need to go to chambers I just get the train but I do all my work at home so for me I did a mixture so all my prep for uh, you know the cases that I'm preparing I tended to do at home because I could then do pickups you know whereas the pre-kids days um, you know you finish a case and spend the afternoon in the pub uh, and not worried about rushing yeah rushing to collect your little people um, uh, or you know having somebody else collect them or after school club or childminder all those support things that um uh, you know you have to have uh, and so yeah so i did do a mixture actually i, I mean i obviously i've written a few books so they were written at home um like my cyber security that was really the first time 
that I did a bit of work at home, but I wouldn't say I'm somebody who cla would class themselves as working at home. My idea of working at home was really knocking on my neighbor's door and getting a quick cup of coffee um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, and then going, Oh gosh, I need to go to work. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, oh. yeah. So it's been very new to me in truth. Um, uh, the actual practicalities of, you know, nine o'clock to five o'clock working from home as we have been for the last 17 weeks um, is different and is very new as to all of us, really. Mm. So how, how have you found it? How have you found that transition to being at home 100% of the time with the challenges of homeschooling and your other half being in the background as well? How's all that been? Um, I think, you know, in the beginning, it was it felt a bit of a holiday I, you know i like to be pragmatic so you know timetable um worked out the 12-week period uh for my work what the children had to do um how we will manage our time uh, and you did remote hearings that i would have how that would work so i was fairly organized at first and then of course the practicalities then kicked in um so you know people were appearing to say you know, so-and-so said, I can't go on the trampoline or, you know, these are my children, not random people entering. My <laughs> that would be burglary, um, but um, uh, which is a criminal offence. But, you know, the children preparing or needing a cuddle, uh, you're like, well, I've told you, haven't I? There's a sign on the door when mummy's in the office, you can't come in, the door's closed. Um, and then, you know, and then I thought, well, it, then it's more mysterious. So then you leave the door open so that, you know, it's less mysterious then, isn't it? That they, there's nothing exciting going on in there um yeah it was quite hard and also i found that my office then is then um was shared for you know bits of the day whilst my husband worked in the office um behind my banners or whatever else so suddenly we were two we were like sharing an office which is very odd um so that didn't work and so um we just rearranged the time. We then had to have a timetable for when the office was in use and when it wasn't in use and who was using it. And of course I was homeschooling. So, I mean, I have to say in truth, when the weather was nice, it didn't feel so bad, but when the weather was awful, um, it was bad. It was a juggle and it was trying to, you know, get the court equipment working. I mean, I used lots of different platforms, MS Teams, we transfer, um, web transfer, Prexy, Adobe, Zoom. So I'm very familiar with using, you know, the technology in this way, whether it's witnesses or so on, and, or telephone conferences and employment. But combining all of those things has been a challenge, um, uh, actually. And I think often I'm, I've realised that I'm someone who probably um, has has pretended I don't have children. You know, hide the vomit on my shoulders because my children are <laughs> a bit older now. Yeah, and so if they should appear any time. Uh, you know, like we've seen on loads of news clips where you're just mortified that, you know, these people have appeared into your professional life and you're like, you know, get out. And then you've got to go and teach three different curriculums to three lots of people. So it has, it's been a massive challenge um, and, and trying to keep enthusiasm for their work so that you can do your work. Um, yeah so that's that's you know honestly that's been um i know i've shared with you the the mummy we were trying to get you and uh you know will's finish on the poo uh, finish the poo and he was calling you you didn't come to wipe his bottle uh and just like 
Uh, do you need to go? You know, the voice at the other end. No, no, fine. Let's just ca carry on. I think we've almost finished, haven't we, um, your lordships? Um, you know, that type of thing. Um, but they, my children are quite good now. Um, but it has been a challenge because we, we didn't prepare for it. We weren't prepared for it. We were suddenly in lockdown. If at least we, you know, if we had a month to prepare for it, you would, you know, be more clearer and children would understood. But they're very good now. They would never come up here now. Um, certainly not for course things. You know, occasionally with women in law webinars that I've been running in this period, they appear in pyjamas and you have to sort of get them off screen because um, I'm not one for, you know, I, I don't know why. I think it's a way that we've professionally been to hide our children and hide, you know, our husbands and who we are or whatever else. So we all still get embarrassed. Um, here but yeah i'm okay with it now and, and it's been interesting actually because i've managed to write a book which i think you said i can talk about oh yes um during lockdown and um we gave an interview my little one number number i was gonna say number six then i've not had <laughs> I, I could barely barely um you know say i've i've um I've, i have had three children but i couldn't barely have i couldn't have those just about yeah i haven't got six children i've got three children my youngest is six um maddie and she was the hardest to teach in the period because they just need you to sit with them. You've got to go through the work. You've got to explain things and you have to go through. So that was quite tough. And then she started resisting a bit, which is hard work. They had my work to do and the school work. And the school were phoning, um, you know, did these welfare checks on everybody. And so we've not been uploading anything onto the school platform. And I said, because I've got to take photographs of the work, then upload it somehow from my phone to onto the Mac to upload it or the iPad. They, they wouldn't work on the iPad. Anyway, to cut a convoluted story short, mm -hmm. um, we were doing some English work and spag and phonics. I know you've got kids, so you know. Mm. And I thought, well, let's do a story, you know, after mental health uh, week, which was in April, I think. So we wrote this story. It was her idea. That's why nothing much happens. Rosie and the Unicorn, the book is called, about a unicorn, a girl that dreams of a unicorn. Her brother's dream of having a dog. The other brother dream dreams of a football pitch. Anyway, she wakes up and the unicorn is there. And it's about the adventure they go on. And it's just really about kindness and, um, and love and friendship. So, yeah, we've published a book. And that's the one positive thing out of lockdown. Can you believe it? A book about <laughs> unicorns. I know. I know you've got a copy. So I, I hope you like it. Who I, I have. I have. And, it, and I don't think it's the, it's the one positive thing to come out of, of lockdown. I'll, I'll mention the other in a moment. But, yes, we have got a copy of Rosie and the Unicorn. And for anyone else who would like one, they are on Amazon at seven ninety nine at the moment, Sally. Great. And it's all for charity. So we want to sell loads of copies. The, the three charities are NHS Key Workers. So it's the NHS Charities. Um, and the Royal Manchester Children's Hospital, who, who treated my eldest son um, for an illness, uh, a life-limiting illness, and um, the third one is um, Young Minds, who are a brilliant charity because teenagers have been disproportionately affected or young people by the pandemic um, as well. So um, those are our three charities, especially Royal Manchester Children's Hospital, because they are local to the north where great works are being done on the um, bone marrow transplant unit. And, um, and we need to keep that work local so that not everything goes to London uh, and becomes London centric because children up here 
um, in all guises, need good children's hospitals. So, yeah, so that's really good. No, there are loads of other things that have come out of uh, lockdown, uh, Hannah, not just my book or, or the ease the ease of trying to just, you know, appease a child um, so we can upload onto the school system and say, actually, this is what we've been doing. Um, I think that flexible working has become the norm, and I think that's a fantastic thing. I don't know if you agree. Um, for all of us, having gone through the shock, this is proof that women and men can work flexibly, and the request for flexible working should be granted. We know mm. by law is is not an automatic right. They could, of course, people can be refused, but the right to apply is a right, uh, and so. I think that that is one of the benefits that no more can we say women are leaving the professions because they can't work flexibly and therefore cannot progress because we've seen we've done it because we've been forced to do it. Oh, absolutely. No, no. And I know I was meaning for you personally, some of the other highlights to come out of lockdown. And, and for me, one of them is definitely the, the series of webinars that you've been organising through Women in the Law UK. You know, oh. and I know that on top of everything else on your plate, some weeks you've been running probably six or seven webinars. And I know how helpful they've been to, to so many people during that time. Oh, Hannah, that's so nice because, I mean, I just thought we're in a crisis. I saw someone send me a, a, an advert or something the other day and it said in Chinese, crisis, uh, symbols for crisis are opportunity and danger. And the danger I felt was that everybody would become lonely and isolated and inward and there would be limited opportunities for growth. So, you know, the two growth mindsets, which, of course, we all suffer from, the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. And I wanted people to have the growth mindset and use the opportunity so that they know every lunchtime, uh, there would be something educational on that they would learn. Uh, not That's not to say. And I was careful about the time they were on so it didn't conflict with any anything else that might be on. Like I know um, women lawyers and mothers, you've got loads of fantastic groups, so we didn't conflict with any of those. Mm -hmm. And also we were careful that these were educational things so the mind could grow and it would expand the mind and take the mind off whatever we were doing, whether it was homeschooling, working, uh, it would just give you an hour of switching off and for people to eat, you know, from a well-being, a welfare point of view, um, for people to stop and eat and grab a cup of tea. Because for some people, the day, they didn't know what days it was, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, so that, that was a conscious decision. You know, we were doing stuff beforehand, but they were monthly or quarterly, depending on the areas, and they were in person. But so, yeah, thank you. And I hope they've been really useful you know people write all the time to say but it, it was just an opportunity to learn stuff you know from well-being because you've done a couple of webinars for us which have been brilliant Hannah with tips on well-being and you know confidence and all those things you know the soft skills really that I don't think we're taught enough of um uh, that we all need but nobody really kind of teaches it and nobody's really honest that you do need you know business development skills um in the in the in our quest to be lawyers now um people we forget we all shy away from it and it is a reality and so and and i don't know what bd is you probably do hannah so, <laughs> like know, on it, so hopefully <laughs> yes. so you know we've kind of tried to learn some of those things during lockdown perhaps the stuff that we probably wouldn't have learned or wouldn't have come natural to us so yes thank you so that has been you know it's been quite an action-packed 
programmed deliberately and we're easing off now because you know it is summer holidays i know we're coming to the end of the well not at the end of the pandemic at all but the mm. death rates are lower so that we should celebrate it but as the economy opens and offices open um we're just allowing people to have a bit of a breather um so we've still got loads of stuff on and i hope you come back on in september october to do a session for us there might be more evenings as opposed to lunch times but there's still a combination so that's been nice and i'm glad that you know you came to train for us and the people enjoyed them really hannah because i mm. think it's and it's been good for me actually no just to, to one to two is when the courts would close so it means that barristers solicitors silex paralegals students managing partners we've had quite a few managing partners everybody and anybody can look at the clock wherever you are and go right it's one o'clock let's go and get a bit of a lunch to learn and then you're back in quarter 215 or whatever you know you're doing Absolutely. And, and I know that they've been a, they've been a lifeline to, to a lot of women that I've spoken to, as you say, not just that networking opportunity, the training as well, but just a bit of time for themselves as well. Just as you say, an hour out of their day just to, to do something for them as well. So, yes, yeah. thank you very much. for. And, and, and I got to learn a few box sets, which you recommended, from, particularly from the Thursday nights. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> glass of wine and a cup of tea. Gosh, I didn't know all these box sets existed. Or, you know, all, all, all these um, handsome men and people's dating lives. You know, everything was discussed, Chatham House rules, on the Thursday night sessions as well as the experts that we had. Yeah, yeah thank you for reminding me of some of these box sets that we've now discovered. <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. Um, just, just finally, Sally, then, what, what do you think is one of the biggest things you've learned in lockdown? down whether it's about yourself or your family or your work what do you think others might learn learn from um i, I think i don't know if i've done a full reflective period but um i think on a on a serious note there are a couple of things um probably three um, most really um number one is really that um education is important but other skills particularly for children are important too um, they need life skills, they need conversation skills, um, and actually they just want to be with you. So, um, yes, of course we've been doing the endless school. I mean, my children would tell you they'd rather be back to school, quite frankly. Um, this, I'm not a very good teacher, it seems. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I'm too strict, apparently. Uh, so, um, yeah, so they, they would probably... But, but I think what I've learned about myself has been... Um, that actually in, in that process, that first answer that I gave, that it's okay to learn to play chess. It's okay to, you know, learn to play um, Mario Brothers. Even I've become quite good at that now, Hannah. Uh, <laughs> even the screen you know, restricted. Um, because other things are needed and it's okay to become quite good at gardening and to do cubs and scouts badges. That's still learning as well. Um, even on, you know, the few hours of resistance to just doing timetables and fractions. And so that, that I learned that about myself, that it's not all just about the education. The second thing that I think I've learned through the lockdown is actually how much help we need. Uh, gosh, you know, I've missed my cleaner. Mm. I know it's an indulgent thing, but you know, if you've got more than three children, crikey, it's a real, um, you know, you've got all the little things that help, 
become a biggest you because you're at home all the time and you develop OCD and you know and if you see it you've got to clean it um so I certainly have found for myself that I actually like clarity and some of that clarity is having spaces that are not toys and that's been the outdoors so I've learned that I'm actually quite a keen gardener and I love greenery and I love growing um things so that's the second thing and the third thing that I've learned from the lockdown really um has been about flexible working and home working the benefits and I suppose also the few um cons of it you know so the pros and cons mainly con um pros um it can be done you can be effective. You can have to schedule in downtime. You have to be disciplined to stop. So saying, right, turning off for this time now, uh, because you're at home and children are like, well, we finish our schoolwork. When are we playing Monopoly? So that, re yeah, that requires a lot of discipline, um, I, I have found. But I found the con of it is that you need to have your own networks you need to have um someone use the word tribe in one of my webinars the other day when they were saying i'm so grateful for this tribe um and and that has been for me and i think what i have learned is you need to have your own networks where you can just relax where you're accepted but just downtime you need to have your downtime you know the well-being time so the homeworking brilliant and great for progression, I think, and advancement because we've proved we've done it and we should be rolling it out. But important to keep an eye on people's welfare because we're not going into offices now and having chats with the ushers in my case or the security you know commenting on my new trainers or you know the new shoes I've got or whatever it is new haircut we're not having little chit chats um here or there having that human contact uh, and I think that uh, as a learning we have to build that in into the system so I think if people are managing teams or the part of teams at home um that is definitely something that um they um, that I've learned uh, a lot actually and then about me that I love I love socializing um, and I love speaking giving you know keynote speeches to large rooms um, but actually we, we, we've learned to do it digitally it's not the same um, and I don't realize seeing you know black boxes with just people's names on it uh, I prefer to see people but I've certainly learned that um, it can be done and, and that we're adaptable which is such an important life skill, isn't it? Flexibility and adaptability. Absolutely. I think they are some fantastic um, learning points that you've picked up there. And, and I'm sure many would agree with you and, and, and some will learn from them as well. But um, thank you, Sally, for coming to join me today. It's been fantastic to catch up with you. Oh, you know, you're uh, amazing for doing this. And I really, really um, appreciate it. And I've learned so much from you, the happiness coach, uh, <laughs> speaking authentically. I know, you know, how to be happy, all those positive things. And as I say, gardening has been one of them. And actually spending time with, you know, with our beloved and not not killing each other. I think that's, I think we should all uh, reward ourselves for still having other hearts. I know domestic violence has, has increased um, highly. I don't think that's a surprise, but um, mm. I think we should all, you know, say yes. Um, we've 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 coped and we're coping, and um, even our husbands are. Even though you know, um, some of us have, have been doing most of the work, 
um, uh, and uh, have become cooks, teachers, cleaners, uh, as well as barristers and lawyers. Uh, so yeah, I think that there's a lot of learnings and I think it's good for us all to stop and reflect. So thank you so much for inviting me, Hannah. I really appreciate it. No, you're very welcome, Sally. Thank you.